This is the weekly sales meeting for July 31st, 2022. My name is Chris Fleming. You can reach me at chris at cdmediaconsulting.com or just go to cdmediaconsulting.com. Today's topic is the cure for call reluctance. I saw something in the last month that I was very fascinated with, and I think it could work for sellers who are having trouble picking up the phone. So stop me if you've heard this one. Seller sits at their desk with a list of prospects or suspects. There are 20 names or so on a list for a two-hour call-out session. The seller dials the first number. That number is a wrong number. He or she then moves on to the next one. Two rings and there is someone on the other end. That person is not the contact but the gatekeeper. The gatekeeper successfully thwarts the effort of the seller to reach the decision maker. And the seller moves to call number three. This time the seller makes a connection. The prospect is rude or uninterested or worst case scenario, begins to ostracize the seller for interrupting the day. Our seller is frustrated. He or she gets up from their desk for a stroll around the office or a trip to the coffee pot, all to delay the next call. When the seller sits back down, they start perusing their list for a friendly name or lukewarm lead. They have wasted another 10 minutes while they search for gold. Of course, then it is time for the restroom break. This is but one scenario of call reluctance. There are many others. Some would rather prepare for Harry Carey than pick up the phone and begin making prospecting calls. We fear rejection, and there is no more mass-produced, concentrated rejection window like a block of prospecting calls. Part of this stems from us not preparing. We do not have valid business reasons for picking up the phone to make our calls. Another obstacle is very few people actually enjoy this experience. We attach our own self-worth to our success ratio, and in making prospecting calls, it is not very high. We get rejected about 9 out of 10 times, and that is if we are good. Makes it difficult to make this experience an absolute pleasure. Quit waiting for it to be a pleasure. Understand it's a means to an end. It is the first step in making the first contact for the next new customer. That is all. You have all heard advice on how to make prospecting calls. Dedicate time. Have a list. Script your calls. Have a valid business reason. Ask for the appointment. If rejected, ask again. Ask to meet despite the rejection. All of these are legitimate ways to increase your success rate. What I'm going to tell you today is a way to create the cure for call reluctance. You can cure it. It requires a commitment. It requires discipline. It requires a good system. It requires scripting. It requires a valid business reason for interrupting your prospect's day. It requires an injection of self-confidence. It is a belief beyond the shadow of a doubt. A belief in what we are doing is useful, helpful to others, and produces a tangible result. And that last part comes with practice and repetition. What I am suggesting to you is doing it until it becomes second nature. My wife is volunteering for a couple of political movements. One is Moms Demand Action. This is an organization that believes mass shootings are an epidemic and can be stopped. I don't care what your politics are. No one, especially an unstable 18-year-old, should be able to walk into a school and shoot children. Period. But I digress. My non-salesperson wife was able to make 68 phone calls over the course of a two-hour block. My observation is that she started slow. Limited success, not a lot of connections, and the connections she was making were short space conversations. But as she progressed, she got better. She gained more confidence. She internalized her scripting. It was coming out as an impassioned plea for help to her cause. It was not begging, but persuasion. She started to see more success the more she did it. The more repetition, the better she performed. Here's another observation. She started to brush off the negative calls. 
the rejection was not personal. Unlike disagreeing with me, she was not trying to win every argument. She only wanted to find those people that were open and available to the discussion. If they were not, she moved on. Next up, make the next call. Now the organization had her on an auto-dialer program, which helped. She did not have time to think about each call afterward as the phone was ringing for the next name on the list. But this rapid-fire exercise made it easy to move on. You will forget the bad experience and snap to the ready for the next one, as if it were the first one. This reset of the deck was an eye-opener. When was the last time you made 34 calls in an hour? When you did, were you able to think about the last one, or were you always preparing for the next? What's more likely to happen? We make one call, it goes poorly, then we take a lap around the building to rid ourselves of the bad juju. And that pattern repeats until two hours have passed and we have called, at the most, ten people in total. Based on this observation, here is the new cure for call reluctance. Get your practice elsewhere. Go volunteer with a nonprofit or political organization. Volunteer to make calls in support of an issue as a fundraiser or selling event tickets. Spend two hours every day for two straight weeks making these calls. It will be from their list, so you will not have a personal attachment to the person on the other end of the phone. You will not be hanging on their every word. You will be looking to make the outcome happen. And here is what will happen regardless of the outcome. You will get better. The repetition of the action will make it second nature. The speed of the action will make you proficient at it. And the skills you will get will make you a master of calling people. You will master using the phone as a communication tool. You will no longer see this device as an obstacle. You are unattached to the outcome, but proud of the difference you make. Take two hours of your day for the next two weeks. Go volunteer with a nonprofit or political organization you have a passion to help. If you are a seller, sell the idea to your managers. Tell them you are Ponce de Leon and you have found the fountain of youth, or at least you have discovered the cure for call reluctance. If you are a manager, volunteer your reluctant callers. Let them pick the nonprofit. Make sure it is something they are passionate about. Tell them this is what they are going to be doing for two hours a day the next two weeks. You call the nonprofit and offer them your voluntolds. Then set them to work for that time block every day, making calls on behalf of their organization. Get a commitment of no less than 60 calls for the two-hour block. Get a commitment for it to happen every day for two weeks. And tell them there is zero penalty for overperformance. At the end of the two weeks, you will have a happy nonprofit and a more confident seller. Call reluctance will be a thing of the past. Find more advice like this in my new book, Yes, I'm a Salesman, You Can Be Too. You can order yours on Amazon.com or go to cdmediaconsulting.com. I also have a new book on leadership, also available on Amazon.com, called You Can't Lead from the Back of the Room. You can find that on my website, cdmediaconsulting.com.